What's up, all you motorcycle enthusiasts? D Woods, and welcome back to another mile post of the V Twin Life where we talk motorcycles powered by those V Twins. What feels are passionate about it and why we enjoy them so much. The V Twin Life is sponsored by that Northwest brand, Crash In Clothing. You can find them on the World Wide Web at crashinclothing.com and on Instagram at crash underscore inc. And if you're on that website ordering yourself some crash gear, don't forget to use that promo code crash one. You will not find that anywhere else on my social media except right here in the V Twin Life. Little way of saying thank you for tuning in and your support. Hey, and if also if you're down in that Tigard, Oregon area, Northwest Oregon, Paradise Harley Davidson does have your crashing gear on the shelves. So, hey, if you don't want to get online, you're down in that Northwest corner. Hey, swing on into Paradise and check them out. They might got something you want. Hey, also if you're in the market for a new windshield for your bike, don't forget Long Ride Shields. You can find them at longrideshields.com. And if you're in the market for a new windshield, you want some gear, don't forget we got that promo code, the Life 15 at checkout. It's going to save you 15% off anything Long Ride Shield sells. So, hey, check them out. They might got something you like. So now let's twist the throttle and get into mile post 33 with Sharif. It's been great. I've talked to, you know, a few guys, and you got, like, Go Home Ken. Riot's brought him up. K-Solo, you know, everybody talked about, you know, travels, time they had hanging out with Sharif, or some people might call him Reef. And it's like, man, you know, it's just another guy that I, I need to really, you know, get in touch with. So we were able to work things work some things out. And, you know, he's another guy that definitely enjoys life on two wheels. He gets out there, really enjoys it from doing iron butts, you know, as a part of the get yonder, which we can get into that ride to eat challenge. And he's a guy that has done the legendary Hoka. Hey, and when you're in that elite group, you are a man that has really done some miles and has been some places. So what better guy to share some stories of the road and travels than Sharif. Hey, what's going on, man? Thank you for uh, for coming on. Man, thank you. I'm blessed and humbled to be here. Yeah, after, you know, after hearing so many stories and other people talking, it's like, you know, we've kind of been going back and forth on the phone and finally we're able to to settle down in time that works for both of us and, and hear some stories of your travels. Yeah, it's good stuff. Well, first, I, I didn't finish the hookah hay. I started the hookah hay. Uh, got an accident day one, and then on uh, – when I made it to the first checkpoint, I had to uh, go to the hospital and had to opt out. Um, but I am back. I am going to be uh, Hookah Hay 2022. That's awesome. I mean, even, you know, I mean, for people that compete in that, I mean, there's some rides, but then you know, that's, that's a whole nother adventure that's just an awesome feat for guys that, you know, that get to the end. You know, someday it's, I wouldn't mind attempting it to see if I have what it takes to to make it to the finish line. Is you know that would that would be my goal. Yeah, it was definitely an experience, and I can't wait for twenty twenty two to roll around uh, to to be up in Colorado at the, and and participate with all the fellas again. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I I'd love to come down and just check it out, watch you know even when just to be at the starting on when everybody goes and just you know show some support for everybody that. That is taking off on that adventure. Well, come on, it's uh, it's normally open. COVID made some changes uh last year when we started, but uh, we still had a pretty good turnout, and uh, hopefully, twenty twenty two orders will be behind us, so it'd be open and fun for all. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool to check it out. That is for sure. So, where did motorcycles come into life for you? Man, so I'm a late bloomer uh, compared to a lot of those guys you mentioned. Um, 
2004, I was uh, in the military station in Chicago, and my wife, uh, fiance at the time, was in Florida. And all her girls rode, and she was learning how to ride. And uh, all my partners rode, but I didn't, I didn't realize it. We were talking about riding dirt bikes, at least I was, um, on some some of the beautiful trails and this plains. And uh, they're like, "Come on over, we're gonna go for a ride." And I, I pull up on my my mountain bike. And uh, there's a Kawasaki 1100 just sitting there. Nobody else around. So after a few minutes, Sherm, the guy that owned the bike, comes out. I'm like, man, we don't ride no damn dirt bikes. We're going to teach you how to ride motorcycles. And I jumped on that big-ass Kawasaki 1100 that day, um, thinking, oh, man, I'm, you know, I'll scoot around the housing. I wouldn't leave. And next thing you know, I need the gas. And next thing you know, we go down to Butterfly Park in Chicago and doing a loop and I was, I was stuck. I was, the bug bit me that, that right then and there. So 2004 and 2005, I rode A and B, any man's bike, anybody that had a bike that wasn't on it, I was on it. And then, uh, I got my first bike, uh, CBR 1000 in 2006. Um, it got totaled six weeks later at, on RTC. That's a whole nother story. I got the same bike a couple of days later. And then I kept a crotch rocket. I kept cornbread until 2013 when I got my first victory and did my first pro country ride. It's been on and popping ever since. That's awesome. And, and everybody comes into it, you know, somewhere else in life. And, you know, it's, it's part of the adventure, you know, is hearing, you know, where other people got into it, you know, why kind of what drove them to it and, and why they enjoy it. You know, that's whole, the whole point of this is, you know, getting – meeting other guys and, and hearing their adventures and, and why they got into it and where it's. So, and, and then secondly, I want to say, you know, I forgot, you know, being as you're one of our veterans, I just want to say, you know, thank you for your service. Oh, no problem, man. I had bills to pay. <laughs> <laughs> it was a blessing, man, because now I'm, I'm for the most part retired. I sell houses, um, but I'm not relying on selling houses. So it, it gives me some time. I have two small children, though, 11 and, and five. Um, so that kind of keeps me at home sometimes, but I got a lot of freedom to, um, and been blessed with, with the ability to get out and ride more than some and less than others. So it's, uh, I think I got a good mix of riding and family and, and friends. So, uh, it keeps me happy and that's all that matters. Hey, happiness is what the matters. I mean, you, you balance out, I mean, family is family. And then, you know, if you have time, you get out, you, you get some rides and you, you balance the best of both worlds and, and be happy. And then I've been blessed. Uh, when I lived in San Diego, um, which was the longest I was any place in the military from 2011 to 2017, it was a great place for people doing iron butt rides, especially the border to borders that they were going from Canada to Mexico on the West Coast. And uh, 50 cc or 100 cc, 50 um, hours coast to coast. Um, mm-hmm. people would come by and I would, I would either open up my home or I would meet them and, and start signing their start receipts. So I've met some amazing people, um, by, by breaking bread and signing paperwork and, and invite them into my house so they can get some rest or need to drop off a gun or two going to Mexico. Um, they could always bring them by my house and not have to worry about, <laughs> about PO boxes and things like that. So I met some amazing people. How how'd you and K Solo meet? <laughs> so uh 
a gentleman named Howie Smiley and I did 48 states in 10 days. And it wasn't not like it was brand new, but in the urban set, a lot of people hadn't done that. Um, so Smiley was known for having patches. So he came up with a 48 and 10 patch uh, or 48 state patch. It wasn't a 48 and 10. We did it for Iron Butt Ride. The solo was on Facebook. We were Facebook friends. And he was talking about, man, I'm going to get a group of people and we're going to ride 48 states in 10 days. And and I'm like, man, call me, brother. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's what started, man. Um, soon after we met up and we rode, I don't even remember where our first ride together was. Um, but soon after our first ride, we did uh, 17,000 miles. Well, for me, from leaving California, it was 17,000 miles. We did 48 states. We did four corners. We did 49 states. We, we went to Alaska. We, we did a border-to-border insanity. We did the Saddle Sword 9000 in there, the uh, the uh, SCMA Four Corners ride. We All that was in part of one ride. Uh, and like I said, for me, it worked out to be right over 17,000 miles and it took us 23 days. Um, and we have ridden uh, we got iron butt rides together in Mexico. Uh, matter of fact, we're looking at doing one in April. Uh, we we have a ride every year, except for last year, uh, called the Reef and K Solos uh, Ride to Eat, where we, uh, when I lived in California, he was in uh, North Carolina. We would meet in the middle um, and have lunch. And um, we used to be part of the organization called Have Iron Will Travel. And um, one of the ladies that had a patch, we were in L.A. area, and she had saw a few people with the patch on, and she's like, Reef, we need to have a get-together where everybody with the patch can get together. So we were getting ready to meet at Driftwood, Texas for lunch um, about a month after that, so we opened it up to everybody, and that was our first one. So the first one, we had 22 people show up. Um, the last one we had right over 200. Um, it's a great time. It's a, it's a bunch of different people, um, <laughs> every color, race, everybody's represented. It's not about your club. It's about you. It's supposed to be a ride to eat where you just come eat and take your ass home. But people are like, man, we never get to ride with you on solo. Why don't y'all do a ride? So it kind of turned into a full event. So most people get there Wednesday or Thursday, and we normally have a ride Friday, and then we do the ride teat Saturday. And then most people stick around um, until Sunday, just fellowshipping and enjoying each other. It's a, it's a great, great time. That's awesome. You know, that's what it's about. Everybody, you know, they have that common bond of, you know, everybody enjoys motorcycles. And, you know, I mean – I haven't been there, so I can't, you know, dive into, you know, the point of bringing it up, but it's also like me. It's like, I don't, it doesn't matter to me what the other person's riding. You can Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, Victory. I don't care. You know what? Guys want to get together. We all want to go for a ride or have something common. And that common ground is motorcycles. And it's just, you know, enjoy the camaraderie, have a good time and just enjoy it. Yeah, it's, it's a real good time. We, uh, Big Rob, rest in peace. He used to, uh, he, he's been there from the very start, um, he used to bring uh, moonshine. Now we got another brother that brings moonshine. Uh, but the two of them at the end would bring moonshine, and it'd be a big old party, man. We we uh, it, it's really really nobody's. We're not in nobody's pocket. We never made a dime off the event. 
we just got together and, and have a good time. Um, the last one we did was in Louisiana at a seafood restaurant. Um, and every time I go through there, I go by the restaurant and they like, man, y'all need to come back. Uh, <laughs> and whenever I can, I stay at the same hotel and they still remember us and be like, yo, Reef, man, that was the best time ever. And we had a ball and you guys, y'all can bring back to our hotel anytime you want. Um, so it's been great. This year's supposed to be in uh, Mississippi. We're just trying to see how COVID's gonna gonna affect it, and and before we put out all the official words and make all the finish finalizing reservations. So look forward to it. Hopefully, you can make it one year and come and join us. Oh man, I would love to. That'd be a lot of fun. So the other question I got, because you know, I was kind of diving through you know Facebook and whatnot, is what exactly is Get Yonder? Get Yonder. It's uh started off as a movement, then it became a magazine. Uh, Stephanie Hampson is the, the the brains behind the whole thing. Um, she used to write uh, little articles about about different people um, that that would come across the, the 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 page or different pages. And she she started a page. It was a page before it was a, a magazine. Um, and man, that that's been a blessing too. We we. Um, it, it's we we met a lot of people, came into and got support from a lot of people. Um, when we first started going in print, uh, Michael Nebo, owner president of the Iron Butt Association, and a few other people that have been down that road called me to talk about you know the difficulties of doing print in this day and age. And um, we went strong for about three and a half years, and then some uh, personal illnesses caused us to slow down a bit. And we just came out with a, the first magazine um, in about a year. Um, it just hit the shelves uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, it's digital right now on uh, the Get Yonder website. Um, but I think we may be going to print with it because the demand for print has been uh, has been there to support the, the, the need. So we may be going back to print. Uh, but it's a great magazine. It, it, it talks about all of the latest happenings in the the riding world. Um and it's just that it's about getting yonder, getting out, get some miles. Um we we sometime accomplish or talk about individual accomplishments. Uh, we talk about uh, you know all of the big rides, the two of honors, the um the 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 things that support us like Spotwalla, Jason Jonas does a job. We talk about them in the magazine. Uh, long distance comfort, um, hookah hay, the results from the ultimate long distance riders, uh, the ride to eat across America. It's a lot of a lot of great rides out there that we we push um, to give people reasons to ride. That's that's for us. That's what it's about. It's, it's getting the having a reason to ride or wanting to get out and ride. Um, when I first started riding, I used to be like, man. I know I can't. I can't imagine going ten thousand miles in a trip. Where would you go? And and now, almost every trip we do seems to be pushing ten thousand miles or more. And I'm like, oh man, there's so many places we can go. Um, but I got I I got the knowledge from talking to all these people and that stand at my house and some very influential people. Man, uh, there's a guy named Dale Unquist, um, stayed at my house. He was eighty and attempted a forty and ten. With a, his daughter, his sixty-year-old daughter in the sidecar, and they missed it by sixteen hours. But he was eighty, 
<laughs> where that's flat out. He was eighty, and if it wasn't for some things that happened at the very start, he would have finished uh, with plenty of time. The, some something hit the sidecar, and they had to get it repaired. But uh, you know he um, he's one of the one of the influences, and when he used to come to the house, man, it would be like a big party because people I would put on Facebook that he's there, and people from all over from the Bay all the way from Arizona would come to my house just to, to break bread with his brother and, and ride him back toward, uh, at the time he was staying in Montana. Um, Ken Andrews, I can't tell you how many times I went and met him in Yuma um, and how many times he's stayed at my house. Um, I can't wait to cross paths with Ken someday. And, man, I mean, including yourself. You and, better I mean, have a, have, be amped up, get a lot of energy. Ken is, is, is is high, strong, and, and go, go, go all the time. Great guy. I love Ken. Uh, that's the thing that I, I really most enjoy about this podcast is the personal friendship I've made with every single person that's been on here has just been amazing. It's like, you know, I got, you know, I'm at mile post now that we've, you know, I kind of switched from calling them episodes to mile post. I think, you know, I thought it was pretty cool and, my friend down in Setzer Pendants down in Texas, he's like, dude, he goes, I think you're onto something. Because when I, you know, kind of referred to the mile post when I did episode 20, where I had myself and Connor FXDB, FDLX Brooklyn, the Von Gasfault on, it's like, you know, you hit 20. That's a, to me, that was a mile post. And, you know, I, I hit 25. I had Brad Columbus from the owner and founder of Crash Inc., one of my sponsors. And, you know, one of his buddies, Clayton Biker Cowboy, it's like, you know, 25, it's a mile post. And, and Jason out of Texas is like, dude, he goes, you know, every one of these is a mile post. He goes, you know, you, he goes, you got something there. And it's like, you know, I never thought about it like that. And after 25, it's like, you know what? These are no longer episodes. These are mile posts. Every single one. Yeah, it's so fitting you know, for, got, for us on the bike because, uh, hell, sometimes if you don't know what mile post you at, you, you may be in trouble. Uh, <laughs> so that's very true. And, you know, so, I mean, I've got, I've got 33 friends that I can't wait to, cross paths, you know, come to those crossroads somewhere and enjoy some stories and, and continue these face to face and, you know, build that friendship more and the memories. And that's, you know, one of the biggest things I'm looking forward to one of these days, cause it's going to happen. I'm going to meet up with all you guys, man. It, it's a good feeling, man. When, uh, you know, and it's a lot of it's humbling. Um, like we, we, uh, the year we did the 17,000 miles, we did the 49 States in one trip. Um, we did 50 states that year. We went to uh, Hawaii as well. Um, well, I moved to Hawaii. Um, and so after we rode Hawaii, Solo came over and we attempted an iron butt ride. Um, my clutch went out on the first one, but Solo and a friend finished. So my bike got finished a couple of days later and uh, I went to ride another one. Solo stayed and rode another one. So he was the first one of the first people with two. Uh, iron butts on the island and then um i end up having three and then we also did, we are the only two to do it 1500 miles in 36 hours in hawaii um the other guy that was riding with us uh, was new at iron butt rides and he didn't think he could pull off the 1500 miles in 36 hours because we rode the whole 36 hours and and then we go to iron butt functions like we're about to go to next week in jacksonville and you got these people that have written million miles and uh 30 40 bump burners back to back and and they come up to us asking about man what tell us about how y'all did that in hawaii and i'm like man 
everybody know you from your writing. You asking questions is so humbling. It's not even funny. Um, and it's, it's like I, I got. It's like me. I got friends that look at you know, like last year I did just about twenty thousand throughout the summer, you know, spring to summer. I'm like, dude, I, you know, you're, you? <laughs> you're killing the miles. And then I, you know, I talked to you know guys like yourself, Ken, Riot, Solo Psych. You know, I got nothing. You know, I'm no, I'm at the bottom of the barrel, but you know, I'm so humbled to, you know, to have you guys look up to, you know, admire you guys are extremely awesome, you know, inspirational and, and what you're doing and also, you know, riding, but you know, some of these things, a lot of these guys are also riding, you're raising money, you're bringing awareness to things and the charities that, you know, a lot of these guys are doing too. And it's, it's extremely inspiring and inspirational. And I think it's awesome. Yeah. It is. It's, it's great to see it too, especially man, like riot. I'm so proud of him and, and his organization and he has taken it uh, totally legit and made an organization to raise money for his funds. Um, there's so many great organizations that need help. Hoagie and Hoagie's heroes. And um, it, it's, it, I'm, I'm glad to see these organizations getting some money because uh, from, from some good folks and um, it's, it's fun. It's, it's fun doing it. It's fun. Especially when you can see the the end result of what you're doing it for, um, some of the faces when you hand over that check and seeing some of the beneficiaries of it, it's nothing like it. Oh, true. And then you know to have it where, I mean, you're doing something you enjoy, but you're also doing it for a greater good for another cause, and it's it's a win. It is. It is. And I like seeing people get out their comfort zone too. Uh, I. I help a lot of people. A lot of people call and ask questions about iron butt rides and uh, spot walla. And um, so, so I like seeing when they get that bug and, and now they're excited about riding and they're excited about teaching other people. And um, it that's a great feeling to me. I, I love that. I know I need to check on the check on that spot wall because I signed up here just a couple of days ago for the tour of honor. I think it's an awesome organization i mean it's just another reason to ride but where the you know when you sign up you know you you do your you know your sign up fee and to have that you know what they're doing raising money for those charities and what they're doing you know i think it's awesome and hey it's just uh, another reason to to go ride next yeah, year what i i love the tour of honor um this is my fifth or sixth year in it this year i was i'm a state sponsor this year um it Besides the again the three charities that you raise money for, um, it puts you in some great little cities, man. That um, and, and the people, the, if you especially if you make it there during the day, um, some some of these places really open up their arms for you. There, I mean, they have sign-in logs for you to sign, and they want to sit down and talk stories with you. And then when they find out if you're a vet, um, they want to talk military with you. It's it, it's it's great, especially if you're not in a rush, because you can spend plenty of time in, in some of these little spots um, that you would have never went to if it wasn't for the some of these activities. Yeah, I, I'm excited to go do it. I, you know, I'm, it's going to be fun. I'm, I should be getting myself. And I've actually the other day I talked with uh, Steve Brooks, the founder of it. And I'm gonna we're gonna be hooking up here very soon. I think maybe later this week or this weekend, and I'm gonna. I'm going to record an episode with him to come up because I think what he's doing, you know, the, 
the tour of honor is awesome. When you're raising money, you know, when you're raising money to help your veterans, to help your veterans, your first responders or responders. responders. It's awesome. Yeah, he's a great guy. Um, matter of fact, so classy. When I when I, I got an accident doing a hoop of hay, um, for the most part, I was I, I thought it was okay, and then after they at the first checkpoint, I was so physically swollen that one of the people that check in was like, "You don't look well." But um, when I made it home, I had a card from Steve Brooks and family um, saying that they hope I get better and. If there was anything I could do, that was so classy. Um, it wasn't he wasn't an I asked for. It wasn't, but very classy organization is the point of that. Very classy. Well, that and it's all part of the camaraderie of the motorcycle community. I mean, it's a tight knit group. I think you know the you know growing up kind of within the community. I mean, from my early years of racing motorcycles, so when I went with hill climbing and. You know, hill climbing, it was also a very tight-knit family. I mean, I had times during his race where I broke my bike. One of my good friends is like, hey, dude, let's we'll change my whole setup because I hadn't even got to run my class yet, and I had something go wrong with my bike. And I ended up, you know, swapping the whole setup over onto a friend's bike, and I raced his bike. Or I had people where I bent my bars on a run, and there's no way I could ride with them because I had cracked them all the way through on one side in a crash. And I had a buddy of mine. We stripped everything off his handlebars and swapped handlebars in about 10 minutes so I can make my next run. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff that transfers over kind of from that motorcycle family to the community and, and camaraderie of also riding on the road with some of these organiz- organizations and the people you meet within them and, and that friendship and, and everything is, it's awesome. It is. It really is. And there's a lot of women out there, man. And here, uh, there's it's some some awesome women out there. It's a, several that have completed the hookah and iron butt um, challenges and uh, rallies. I, I got to ride with Wendy um, down in Mexico last year. Um, that that was an awesome experience. Um, we got people like Portia Taylor, um, Curves. Curves has been doing her Bessie thing and Bessie's name on a map. Um, they're doing their final ride this year uh, for the Bessie Stringfield um, ride. It's some phenomenal women out there that's uh, that's that's making ways as well and 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 hitting the pavement. Hell, at one point last year, I I knew more women on the road than I knew guys that was actually out there riding. Um, and it's great to see. It is absolutely great to see. Oh, it absolutely is, and. Over the last few years, the the demographics of the women's side of women coming to motorcycles riding is is growing huge, leaps and bounds every year, which I agree. It's absolutely awesome. And it's like when I hooked up with uh, Robin, the lady biker, yeah. she's on YouTube and she's got a great channel going and, you know, doing great things. And it was so awesome to talk with her and, and meet her. And, you know, and I've had a uh, bungee on early beginning. She had started a a podcast she rides with the leaders which is a huge uh female motorcycle club that is just growing leaps and bounds and it is it is awesome to see all you know the to see the community growing even bigger but then to see the more women they're also getting into it i mean it's it's not just about guys and men yeah not at all not at all because so many ladies i know can ride circles around from the men um but you know <laughs> What do I know? But it's fun. It's fun 
Piper. <laughs> fun watching these ladies wreck up the. I I really love when uh when they they catch that bug and you can see it, uh, especially for the long distance riding because that's a whole nother level of riding. Um, you know, it's it's cool. It's it is it's very addicting. Very addicting. And I like I love when I hear, oh, I never do that. And then they do one and then oh now, hey Reef, I'm on number fifteen. What I need to do for mile eater and <laughs> I'm like, look at you. <laughs> and it's so traveling by motorcycle is so much fun. I think it's so much more personal. It is. It is so much more free. And cheaper. I don't know about all that. Because if I'm in a car, I ain't going. Well, I mean, <laughs> so I save a lot more money if I don't go. So, <laughs> but, well, I, I guess, you know, it, opposed to feel, fueling the yeah. car or fueling a bike, it's yeah. a little bit cheaper. Yeah. I yeah. get you. I, it it's is. A lot of fun. And I, you know, I enjoy it. I'm about to head on sometime tomorrow to head to Jacksonville for the Iron Butt Jacksonville party. Um, can't wait for that. That's a big family reunion. Uh, That'd be cool. So you're gonna do the ride in one day there? No, no, I'm do an iron butt in. Um, matter of fact, it will probably turn into a RT across America iron butt ride to get over there. Um, I just got to pick a couple locations to stop at, and then um, we'll get there Wednesday, and then Thursday is the official ride. Um, they have a couple different rides you can choose if you uh if you're partaking of the events, and then Friday is the uh, the award ceremony and the dinner, um, however modified it may be because of COVID restrictions. But um, and then I will probably do one coming home too. Um, I'm trying to get to the next level, so whenever I can get a couple in, I get them in. Have you? Are you eligible or competed yet in the Iron Butt uh, Rally? I am not competing in the Iron Butt Rally. Um, I don't – I have not as of yet. How about that? <laughs> okay. No, that's – I would just – you know, just thought I would check. I was curious. I have not as of yet. Um, it, I, although I ride a lot of Iron Butt rides, it's not exactly the same. Um, and I hadn't rode other than self-paced rallies that kind of ride yet. So – um. I get encouraged to do it all the time by all those people you mentioned earlier. Um, <laughs> uh, plus some, uh, but I just hadn't hadn't done it yet. So we will see what the future holds. There you go. So you, you got any, uh, you know, kind of bigger ride plans that you got going on this summer? Um, so Yes, and I have some rides. Uh, Solo and I, we do a top-to-bottom run where we go from uh, Fort Kent, Maine to Key West, Florida, all on Route 1. We did it uh, We did it once, and then we got canceled last year because of COVID. We're looking at doing that again. Um, I had wanted to ride all 48 states, going to the state capitals with my wife, but she went out and got a job where she needs some time off, so I will modify that somehow, and we will do a ride together for a couple weeks. Um, we're doing Jack's next weekend and then April we're looking at going out to Mexico um, because we're asphalt riders we uh, have an international iron butt number um, and they're they're sponsoring the ride a couple different rides in April that we're going to look into um, they just start putting out information about it so after Jack's we'll look more into it um, to see if we can 
get everything we need to be down there for April. Um, nice. So when are you going to make it up to Bellevue? You know, I need chicken? to come up to Bellevue. Uh, my favorite, my favorite chicken spot in in America is the Bellevue Washington. Um, I need to get me some farmer's chicken in my life with some mint tea. So as soon as uh, as soon as I can, I will let you know. I need to get over. Uh, Hoagie collects uh, tabs. I have about six gallons of tabs to get the Hoagie. Even though I'm going to see him this week, I am not taking the tabs because I'm going to take him to his house and get me a Pony Express ride in. Um, so maybe, maybe when I run those to him, I can then shoot up to the great Northwest and, and come on up and see you and get some chicken. I have to hey, wait, wait, wait. tell you what, you, you, you make it up here for some chicken, then I'm going to get you some of them. I'll make you some of the best barbecued burgers you've had in your life. Well, you know, me and Solo ride to eat. Yeah, we normally go to, uh, we normally go with barbecue. So it, I will let you know if it, if it ranks up there or if it's up there. Um, I see. Uh, I got my own burger press. I make my own patties. I like to slow cook them in my smoker over applewood for about oh, say seventy to ninety minutes in the smoker. They're about one inch thick, and we can get all the fixing. I mean, it's it's a meal and a burger, but dear lord, it is absolutely mouth watering. The best. They're awesome. I will definitely have to make plans for that. Um. It's like when my son turned twenty, my wife asked him, you know, what do you want? You know, what do you want me to make you for dinner? And he looks and goes, well, and he looks at me and goes, hey, Dad, can you smoke burgers? <laughs> hey, absolutely. Nothing wrong with that. I, I live by my grill. I got my charcoal barrel smoker, then I got my, you know, I still run one of the old Weber Genesis. And, hey, you know, man, I, I live I What live we would probably grill. do is uh, when we do the top to bottom, we would probably turn into a four corners anyway, so that may be the Time frame. So, if that is the case, it will be Juneish. Hey, you guys, are more than welcome. You got a place. I will. Go. We will let you know, man. We, like I said, I see him uh, in a couple of days. Tomorrow, tomorrow, when actually Wednesday, Wednesday morning, I see Solo. So, I'm sure we'll talk while we're in uh, Jacksonville about what our plans are. Yeah. Yeah, if you get up this way, man, you guys are more than more than welcome, man. I, I'd be honored to to cook you guys dinner, hear some stories, and and share some stories around the, the yeah, man. In my backyard. So me and riding, um, I used to ride my little cross rocket all over, and we used to shoot. Uh, we used to go from San Diego to Phoenix, Arizona, and back for just for lunch or to break bread, and we used to shoot up to the bay, which is about five hundred miles. Uh, the break bread and back home, and then um, I end up getting my, my like I said, my victory. Uh, but one of the reasons I started riding long distance, even though that was long distance, um, I had this partner named Joe. Happy birthday, Joe! Joe Tatro out of San Diego. Um, he was the first one that I personally knew that was a, going cross country. It was him and his dog Nala. Um, and even though they had problems, I followed this whole ride. But people used to ask and talk about iron butt rides and going cross country. And uh, he was the first one that I that I knew knew, um, and that I followed um, doing it. He was part of my bait my bait uh, team, and so when he left, we we kind of had a going off party for him. And um, 
he had problems. It was like I said, it was him and his dog. He got this, his bike fixed or whatever, and he enjoyed himself. And that I was like, I'm gonna do that. Um, and so he inspired me to to get into cross training. He he denies it. He would deny it if you fought him right now. He like man, he like he says that, but but that is the true story about what made me because I people talked about things, but I never knew anybody that was doing it. Um. Or at least I didn't know them when they said they did it. <laughs> and he got the book yeah. started in me. I've been going ever since. I think the one, I mean, it, it, what got at me was it would be 21 years ago because we're 2021. When 2020, when I bought my first street bike and me and my dad went and did a loop around, a four-day loop around Washington State up over the Cascade. Any gorges up there? Washington. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we rode the Columbia Gorge even coming down through parts of central Washington. Then we hit the Columbia Gorge between Oregon and Washington. And it was an awesome four-day trip. And that's really what set the bug in me. Going up over the North Cascades in Washington, that's the most absolute gorgeous ride that you can do, I think. And when it comes to the northwest corner of northwest continental United States, I'll put it that way. I mean, it's absolutely just beautiful. Yeah, the Iron Butt Rally this year, um, it's it's every eye year, and they're starting in Provo, Utah. Utah is one of my favorite states to ride in. And if it didn't get cold in Provo, Utah, I would want to move there. It's gorgeous. Um, Solo and I went through there um, on our 49-state ride. Um, and if you hadn't rode any part of Mexico yet, man, um, we went from Baja last year. Um and with the uh, rat riders down there, if you can do anything they do, uh, Marco and them will take care of you. And it is so worth it. It is so much fun. That would be cool. I know Utah is definitely on my bucket list to hit. I, I want to get through southern Utah and, and the parks down there. I've seen just so many pictures. Some of the guys, you know, you follow on social media and Jesus, the scenery is just, I mean, the, some of the photographs are absolutely amazing so i can't imagine seeing it you know with your own eyes what it's got to be like in person yeah i I enjoy provo i enjoy all of utah colorado is great too um all the states had their pluses Uh, you just got to get out there and do them you just got to get off that beaten path and get them back rows and find them yeah and it's crazy because i did two 48 and 10s and one of them was all off the beaten path and then one was a lot of uh highway and although I had fun at both, um, the one that was off the beaten path was a uh, was was a ball. That's kind of how me and my dad like to do it. Try to try to stay off the main interstates and just ride ride the back highways because that's where you find some of the cool states. And for us, you know, over the last many years, not just riding with my dad, but with my boys growing up doing travel baseball. I mean, we've been to we found some of the coolest places by baseball because some of the places we go play. I mean you're not playing in the major cities or sometimes it's like you can't so much you get out into the suburbs, some of these smaller towns, you can find some great places to stay. And we found so many awesome places throughout the Northwest because of baseball and sports. And it's, you know, and it's really helped when it comes to, you know, finding cool places or little ideas of place to go for rides. It's like, Hey, you know what? I remember, you know, back in this year, we went up here. Let's, let's head up there and go explore a little more. And That's what uh, that's awesome. got me hooked on a tour of honor. I watched the tour of honor for about, a year, two years before I joined up. Um, and from the very first time, the first year I joined up, uh, I got 
I got first place for California. Um, but it was the, the roads, man. It, it wasn't, we went on highway five the whole time. It took me off the beaten path. And then every weekend I would go to a different state and knock out the tour of honor. And the, the, the sponsors do an amazing job, um, getting you off of the interstates to get to the, the monuments. Um, the ride to eat across America it used to only be about eating this year. They added points of interest in museums. And, um, <clears throat> I, I started uh, doing a few in Texas and I had uh, issues with my bearings and I had to stop, but, um, I, I was not on the main roads, um, getting to the points of interest. And it, it, I, I love that. I love that. So if anybody out there listening and you're looking to get off the interstate and you don't know how, man, just join one of these rides. Um, the American Ultimate Long Distance Rider, they take everybody's, um, ride and, and combine it into theirs, um, to get points. And it makes it fun. It makes it, you can get as many points as you want or as little as you want. Um, and you have, have an absolutely good time doing it. Well, the ride to eat is freaking cool. I know I'm going to go check out some of those pretty soon. Actually, there's an awesome one. that's not too far from me. I mean, it'd be a fun one to go get just cause it's, it's one of the cool little places up here in the Northwest, but you know, it's like I said, it's, it's just one more reason to go ride and adventure and, and find some of these smaller places. Yeah, and just it's, enjoy uh, it's a good time. Uh, Steve Brooks, um, Carlos, um, Eric Coeb, they they did a great job coming up with those those rides and those their their themes and the location. So anybody out there listening, go support these guys. It's a great time. A great time. It's fun. Doesn't cost a whole lot of money. Hell, for the most part, they're all free except for Tour of Honor uh, and Tour of Honor. Um, a lot of that is for your swag and for the donations to the charity. So, um, well worth. Well worth the time and effort. Absolutely. Well worth it. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, a lot of these organizations, I mean, there's more and more of them growing and, you know, just it don't take long. I mean, God, you go on Facebook, just Google motorcycle travel and you'll find yeah. all kinds of them, you know. Yeah. Uh, get Yana, we highlight <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, a lot of them that, that we get that we get wind of. I mean, there's a ton that, you know, we never maybe even hear of. Um, even some of the little rallies, man, uh, the rallies, they're looking for new blood and new people. Um, so, you know, when you learn about something, spread the word, get the word out and get other people interested. Um, it's different kinds of riding out there. It's, it's a lot more than just, um, going from bar to bar. That's for damn sure. So if you're looking, you're looking for a reason Absolutely. to ride there out there, you just got to find your niche and what you like and, and get at it. I know I definitely got to look into Get Yonder because that's that's right up my alley. I mean, I always talk about. It. I mean, I really enjoy Rider Magazine and I love Roadrunner. And I think Get Yonder. I mean, you know, hopefully it comes out in print again. But I'm definitely gonna check it out online because that's seems right up you know my alley. The kind of reading that I really enjoy about traveling, finding places, going places. I mean, that's that was my whole and you know passion for for doing this and. You know, if that's one more magazine I can read to get more inspiration yeah, from, man, I'm all about yonder, it. We have, uh, we have destination coins and things. So, like, if you've been to um, the Four Corners, uh, the monument or the actual Four Corners, or if you've been to the uh, Key West, just 
Grand Canyon, different locations, we have coins and certs you can get um, by by showing that you've been and and then paying a little fee for the certification and the coin and um, just just put some fun in into things. Um, and there's some locations that with those that some people had never even heard of until um, we start offering it from the, through the magazine. So um, get out and support, get out and read and. And, and let's make some things happen. Meet people on the road. Um, when I'm out traveling, um, a lot of times I post my spot and people are like, man, stop by my house. If you want to meet me, come meet me on the road. We can get some miles together and then um, maybe break bread depending on where we are in the ride and, and we keep it pushing. And we, but we, we had so much fun when Absolutely. Joel and I did our, our big ride. Um, and even at the top to bottom, anybody that rode with us uh, got patches um, we did the 48, uh, 49 states and two countries, uh, the, seven, the big 17,000 mile ride. Everybody that came in and joined us for a part of the ride got T-shirts. Um, Jim Saul was part of that, too. Um, it, we had a great time. It, the, the whole ride was, was such an experience and it was a lot of fun. Oh, that would be just an experience. And when itself. we when we did our first Iron Butt over in uh, Hawaii, um, we had people that never had done an Iron Butt ride, much let alone uh, hadn't even rode a, a five hundred miles, let alone done an Iron Butt ride. And here they were riding with us in Hawaii, um, <laughs> doing Iron Butt rides to see their faces. And then uh, my friend Mike, he came back here, and we did a tour of honor together for a trophy run in Texas. And uh, the thousand miles in Texas was not the same as the thousand miles in Hawaii. He wasn't ready for that. Uh, so seeing his face, those are the moments that that, that you live for. Um, that you're like, this is not the same as what we did in Hawaii. It sure isn't. <laughs> have you done the rat? You know, it's crazy. Texas, the ride we around talking Texas? about we're going to do the rat, and something always comes up. We have not done it as yet, but it will get done. I promise you that. Yeah. It will get right done. On. It was crazy. Like Before I even moved here, uh, so long I talked about it. And now I'm here and I've been here for a couple of years. Um, in fairness, though, on my side, my wife was still active duty and she was in Hawaii and I had the kids. So I couldn't do all the stuff I wanted to do. Um, so now that we don't have that obstacle, she's retired at home now. We will probably work that into the plans. Um, well, shoot, man! Thanks for thanks for coming on and, and talking bikes and, and sharing some stories, Reef. Oh man, no problem. It's been a good time. It. Like I said, I'm humbled to to do it, man. And uh, I've been listening to your your podcast now for a while. Your mile post, the name podcast. Your mile post for a while. Oh. <laughs> there so we go. it's uh it's good, man. I can't wait to get up there and meet you or meet you somewhere out on the road. Oh, absolutely. It's the same way I know you when we did that ride because we spent. Uh, quite a few days up in the Washington area. Um, I had fuel problems and um, leaving Idaho, I had to get service. So in Spokane, they serviced my bike and then Solo got service over by Bellevue. And we had a, a lot of brothers, uh, Heavy, rest in peace, came out and met us and a couple other brothers. And and then we went up to Alaska. And then I had problems in St. George, Utah. If you're ever up in St. George area, you need uh, – not Utah, St. George, uh, Canada, uh, Georgetown, Georgetown, Canada. Um, Eye Candy Customs, man, they really took care of us when, when we were up there. Um, but then we came out and we did a border-to-border -border insanity. Um, 
Canada to Mexico in, in uh, right under 19 hours. Yeah, it was nice. Um, and we went in on the five, even though I didn't want to. But just to, so we can say we did the five from end to end, uh, from start to finish. Um, it took us forever to get out, but <laughs> it was it was it was quite the experience. Normally, I would take the nine hundred five in to uh, Mexico when doing a ride like that. But to say we went five from end to end to finish that ride was great. I definitely want to do the Pacific Coast Highway. Hurry up before falls into the. They, they can get it fixed up good. by the. They're gonna stop every time. Every, every year, yeah, no it seems kidding. like a part falls in. Is always a couple five ten million dollars to fix it. Eventually, that's gonna they're gonna stop that and just call it a day. So, well, man, hey, thanks a lot for the stories. And you know, if, if there's anything you want to, you know, promote anything you want to say, where you know some places people might want to check out, hey, feel free to. Man, first, Shout like I said, get out there, support the magazines, get support, get yonder. Um, we have a page on Facebook. You can check us out or you can type in, get yonder in your browser and check out the magazine. Um, get out and eat, support some of these little small mom and pop barbecue shops and restaurants. Uh, that's off the beaten path, especially with COVID and everything. They're, they're struggling. So get out and support those little shops. Um, pull up the ride to eat across America. He has a lot of the shops on there. A lot of little mom and pop restaurants. It's hardly any, I think, chain restaurants on this list at all. So go support those restaurants. They need our, our dollar. Um, that's what we're supposed to be about in America. Um, you'll get some good food. You'll meet some nice people. Um, you take a bunch of nice pictures, and and you'll see parts of America you never even knew existed. Right on, man. Hey, it's been good. Hey, thank you all for tuning in to the V-Twin Life, Mile Post 33 with Reef. Hey, feel free to follow along the V-Twin Life on Instagram at the V-Twin Life underscore podcast. On Facebook, we are just the V-Twin Life. Hey, and if you like this content, feel free to hit that subscribe button. Never miss an episode. New episodes air every Wednesday, every other Saturday. Hey, and if you want to be a guest on here, you want to talk motorcycles, hey, shoot me a message, the V-Twin Life at gmail.com, or you can find me on Instagram, shoot me a message, Facebook, the same thing. So, guys, hey, until next week, hey, ride safe, have fun, enjoy the open road.